just a sample of what heaven will be like. Can you imagine? Time won't matter. Time won't matter. Just praising, singing, singing, praising, praising, singing, singing, praising. Just around, around, it won't be the clock to be paying attention to. That's all it's just going to be. Because it's going to all be it's going to all be about God, folks. You know, you often hear people talking about, oh, what a great reunion it's going to be. I get to see some people that have gone on and this and that. Let me tell you something. Heaven is about God. Heaven is about God. And and don't don't build your hopes up so high on expecting to see certain people because, see, they might not show up. They might not show up. And then you find yourself walking around disappointed in heaven. See, then you could lose your seat. Heaven is about God. You, you, you stop and think about it for a moment. Heaven is about God. When you close your eyes, it should be your greatest hope for you one day to just see God. Not your mama, not your daddy, not your sister or your brothers that have passed on, not your cousins. God. Do you hear me? God. That's all that matters, folks. That's all that matters. You know, if, if they make it, that's fine, well, and good. But don't base your hopes and your joy and your happiness on seeing somebody that might not be there. But we know who will be there. We know God will be there. We know Jesus will be there. That's who you need to get excited about going to see. The one who bled, suffered, and died for you. The one who was offered as that sacrifice so that you could be reconciled back unto God and provided an avenue of repentance and salvation for you to get there. Now you could you could build your hope and trust all you want to in those two. But be careful. Be careful about getting all excited talking about what you're gonna do with these other folks when you get to heaven. People talking about when I get there, we're gonna get together and talk about things we went through down here. It ain't nothing to talk about what you went through down here. Man, let me tell you, you're going to be so glad to get to heaven. You, you're going you're gonna to forget you even had troubles down here. The Bible said for the righteous scarcely, scarcely be saved. Where shall the sinner and the ungodly appear? So look, if you're looking for a hallelujah good time, just close your eyes the right way. Man. If you, you live right, you could die right. You die right, you get up right. Man. And if you get up right, you're going to be all right. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. See the Scots and tipped in the town and 
tipped in the town car sitting back there. I tell you, boy, it's good to see y'all. Amen. Got Teresa. Long as Teresa didn't drive, we all right. We all right. So good to see him. So good to see him. Man, I just talked to you. You didn't say a word. You probably was in town. That, that's all right. That's all right. You're here. You're here. Folks, last week we were talking about Jesus being a blood donor. And, 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 I'm, and I'm still harping about us having our blood drive and how important it is for you to be a blood donor. And I asked the question last week, how many of us have ever had surgery? And many of us raised our hand. How many of us have ever had to have blood donated during a surgery or after a surgery? And I asked the question, you know, I said, did you prepare and donate your blood prior to the surgery? You said, no. So somebody donated some blood that you received. Somebody understood the importance and cared enough to say, you know what? In the event someone is in need, I want to be able to say I contributed to help give life to somebody in need. And folks, let me tell you, the table can easily turn. It can easily turn. It may not be you. It could be your child. It could be a relative. It could be anybody that, in, that can end up needing blood. And you know what? It's just a good thing to do. It's just a good thing to do. Put aside all of the taboo and all the other stuff. You know what? It's a good work to do. I think on our list we have 29. We need, we're looking to get what, Sister Georgia? 50? 40 or 50. We're looking to get 40 or 50 names. I think we have 29 names on the sheet. 29. So that means everybody up in here haven't signed. Now, if you know for some medical reason for certain that you can't donate that, we understand nobody's going to put you down. Nobody's going nobody gonna to put a sign up and say you're not welcome to come here anymore. But I know my people. And I know we get caught up and tangled up in a lot of taboo stuff. Just like some of you still believe in, in shanks or hanks. Shanks is a knife. Hanks are the ghosts. Some of you still believe in hanks. I don't care how much we show you in the Bible that is not possible. Some of you still believe in hanks. And you still, you, you're adamant about, I, see, I saw my grandmother. I saw my auntie. I saw my mama. You know what? You are free to believe whatever you want to believe. But the Bible said, when a person died, a spirit returns unto God. That's right. That's right. Now, I don't know what you saw floating around. But it wasn't who you thought it was. Based on biblical facts. So I'm just saying, you know what? Ask questions. Ask questions. People always say, well, you know, I heard 
if you give blood, then I heard it. Stop going by what you hear. Ask questions. Find out for yourself. Wouldn't it be something if you were in a car wreck or whatever and just so happen you lose a lot of blood? Now, what if everybody had your attitude when it came down to donating blood to you? That's all I'm going to say on that. Jesus donated blood and he donated blood in a way. You know what? We can't even compare the way he donated blood. And thank goodness he was willing to shed the blood that he shed. Amen. Amen. So this morning, want to talk about that blood of Christ. Right. Want to talk about all of that blood he shed hanging there. Yeah. Mm. And you know what? He had no regrets about it. Because it pleased the Father. Amen. The Holy Spirit says, Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Hebrews 9.22. The Old Testament Levitical system was a very bloody system. Leviticus 1 through 5, those chapters. For every sin of every kind, there was a blood sacrifice to be offered. Leviticus 4, 1 through 12. It was a bloody system. When we say a bloody system... I mean a bloody system. When you stop and think about not only dealing with the animal sacrifices and the, and the preparation of the burnt offerings and everything, you look at what the men had to suffer and go through in preparation, the, the, the circumcision. Now think about it, folks. Those men, you go back when Brother Gerard was teaching from the book of Joshua. And how those men had to be circumcised and before they could be uh, prepared for battle to go to war and everything. Can you imagine thousands hundreds and thousands of men being circumcised? How bloody of a situation that must have been. But this is something they had to do. And blood has always been a critical element. And God's plan of doing things. So that's just one example when we say the Levitical system was a bloody system. It was for every sin of every kind. There was a blood sacrifice to be offered. Yet the scripture records that the blood of all those bulls and goats could never really take away sin. They couldn't get rid of sin. They could not remit sin. Hebrews 10, 3 and 4. How thankful we should be that Jesus was willing to shed his blood once for all for sin so that the sin problem would have a permanent solution. Did you know we have a permanent solution to sin? Yeah, yeah. We have a, hey, you continuing in sin is because you choose to do it. That's right. It's not that there isn't a permanent solution for sin. Jesus shedding his blood is the permanent solution to sin. 
Yeah. We don't have to roll it back, roll it forward, or nothing. We can be forgiven. Yeah. Did you hear me? We can be forgiven yeah. of our sin. And it's through the shedding of the blood that Jesus did. Amen? Amen. Notice just how important the blood of Christ is to our salvation. Yeah. Jesus' blood removes sin from our lives. Yeah. Did you know that? Yes, you should know that. Yes, That's why you should be singing and rejoicing and, and happy because you ain't what you used to be. Amen. You used to be on death row. Yeah. You yeah. were once registered on death row. Yeah. But God. But God, but God yes, through the blood of who? Jesus. Through the blood of Jesus, yeah. got you all of their growth. You all are rejoice about that. Yes, when Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper, he said, For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for how many? For many. Yeah. For what? For the remission of sin. It didn't say the rolling back. Come on now. It said for the remission, you can get rid of Man. those sins. Man. That's why I say it blows my mind. You come here and you know you ain't sin and you just leave here the same way you came. Really, you in worse shape. Yes, sir. After hearing the truth and then you still going to sit there in a pile of vomit. Yes, sir. You know the word has condemned you. Man. And then you walk up out of here like you smelling good and looking good. No, no. God provided you an opportunity to get yourself cleaned up. Man. You coming up in here, realizing and understanding the simple state that you're in and not taking advantage of that situation to have your sins remitted yeah. and getting saved. Yeah. Just like you playing basketball on a hot day, all funky and musty and putting on some cologne. Right. Right now. It don't miss. It don't miss. Jesus' blood removes sin from our lives. When Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper, he said, for this is my blood. Not the blood of a goat, a bull, but my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Matthew 26, 28. When Jesus was on the cross, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and immediately blood and water came out. John 19, 34. Mm -hmm. It was at this point in time when a fountain was opened for cleansing sin. Yeah. Zechariah 13 and 1. Without the shedding of Jesus' blood, we would not have forgiveness of sin, folks. Man. Can you imagine the condition we would be in without the forgiveness of sin? Huh? Some of, us, some of us woke up from a, 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 a good night's sleep and then we, we, we like to say somebody made us sin just as soon as we could wake up. Ain't nobody made you sin. No, sir. You sin on your own. Amen. You choose to sin. Amen. You're going to always be tempted. Yes, sir. But you don't have to yield to the temptation. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. But look at what God has done. He provided an avenue of repentance. Man. That you can get yourself right. You don't have to stay in that vomit. 
Amen. Because that's what it is. Yeah. It said without the shedding of Jesus' blood, we would not have forgiveness. Oh, let's talk about leading up yeah. to the shedding of that blood. Yeah. The pain, the yeah. suffering, yeah. the agony, the torture, mm -hmm. and everything that he went through. And then we have the audacity. We, we don't want to change our ways. Mm. We don't want to change our mindset. When you stop and consider, man, what Jesus went through yeah. in order you and I could be reconciled back unto God. Man, man we, were, we, were just, we were just wanderers. Yeah. We were no man. We existed, but we didn't have a purpose of existing. We were just roaming around. Yeah. We were just like, even though we were made in the image of God, we weren't no better than some wild animals. Because we had no purpose. We didn't have the knowledge of God in our minds. And when you don't have the knowledge of God in your heart, folks, you know what? You're liable to do anything. Yes, sir. But the Bible said, but God. But God. But God. Yes, sir. And you, had he quit, made a lie, mm -hmm. who were once dead in your trespasses. You were dead. Yes, sir. I was dead. Yeah. Oh, but God saw fit. God saw fit. His yeah. love for us was so abundant. His Man. love for us was so great. Yeah. And he said, you know what? I just don't want my creation to go through what they're heading toward. Yeah. I want to provide them a way of escape. Man. And that way of escape came by the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. That way of escape came by way of of Jesus Christ. Jesus' blood brings us into a peaceful relationship. We Amen. were enemies of the cross. Amen. We were rebellious. We were stiff-necked. Yeah. But now that we know God, man. because of sin, the relationship with God and man had been severed. Isaiah 59, 1 and 2. Ezekiel 18 and 4. Also Romans 3. 23. The wages of sin is what? Yeah. It's death. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing to hold on to about sin. Right. It can make you feel good for a little while. It can deceive you into thinking you're right. But in the end, it'll send you to eternal damnation. Yeah. Yeah. Because the wages are sin. Death. Yet, how wonderful it is to hear Paul tell the Colossian Christians that Jesus made peace right. through the blood of his cross. Yeah. Colossians 1 and 20. Just consider, folks, consider. You and I were enemies. Yeah. What chance do you stand against God being an enemy? No. No. And now, guess what? We're no longer enemies. Man. Anymore. Man. Through the blood of Christ, we can have the peace of God which surpasses what? Oh. 
Not some understanding. Yes, All understanding. Yeah. Philippians 4, 6 through 8. But yeah. it's only found where? In Christ. In Christ. In Christ. Christ. Not, in, not in your meditation. Come on. Not in Buddha. Man. Not in yoga. Man. You can you can roll your man up and unroll your man and, um, and do all you want to. Right. It's in Christ. Yes. yes, sir. That's where that peace is, folks. Jesus' blood is also essential to becoming and remaining a faithful child of God. Amen. The scriptures tell us that Jesus loves us and is willing to wash us yeah. from our sins and his own blood. Revelation 1 and 5. Boy, you're talking about a bath. Right. That's a bath right there. Right now. Ivory soap, dowel, caress, you name the soap, you know what? It, 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 it can wash the outfit dirty and grime off of you. But which brand can wash your sins away? Come on now. Huh? Come on now. Can't can't anything do that but the blood, folks. Amen. Nothing but the blood. At what point do we contact the blood of Christ? When do we receive that washing of our sins in the blood of Jesus? We contact the blood of Christ in the watery grave of baptism. Romans 6, 1 and 4. When we're buried with him. How? In baptism. We're buried with him. We're put under. We're immersed. We're buried with him. And by faith, we understand through faith, according to the word of God, by what it teaches and says, we come in contact with the blood. There's a spiritual operation that occurs in that water. Oh, you don't see any blood in there, but by faith. Look, you never see the wind, but you know it blows. So what, what, what are you going to debate and honor about? But it's by faith. What is faith? The evidence of things not seen. By faith, I believe it because the word of God says it. I don't have to see it to believe it. I believe it because God said it. Paul was told to arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. When did he get rid of the sin? Huh? The Bible said he was down there praying. Why couldn't he just pray the sins away? Folks pray the sinner's prayer and claim that they got saved. Well, this would, this would be a good example as to why wasn't Paul saved by just praying? Because that wasn't the plan. It wasn't then, and it still isn't now. You can't pray yourself into Christ. And how can you pray a prayer that it's not even authorized by Jesus Himself? Right. When did Jesus pray the sinner's prayer to say, "Come into my heart"? That's another lesson. Yeah. But that, I just want to throw that at you. The Bible said Paul was told to arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Paul said, you know what? Acts 22 
Paul said, I was praying. When he gave that account, he said, I was praying. But I was told, look, get up, man. There's something you need to do. Why would you argue about baptism being essential to salvation when you have an example like this? You can't get around it. Since it is the blood of Christ that cleanses our sins, then we must conclude that baptism is the point at which we reach the blood of Christ. Where else are you going to reach? Huh? <laughs> Where? It's right there in the book, folks. Furthermore, in light of the fact that we can lose the benefit of Jesus cleansing blood as a child of God, Hebrews 10, 24 through 26, we must continue to walk in the light as Jesus is in the light. In other words, once saved, not always saved, folks. Don't, don't, don't fool yourself. Well, I've been baptized and now you can be slowful. You can be slack. Be have... Uh, you're not faithful in your attendance. You ain't faithful in your giving. You, you don't get involved with the ministries of the church to do anything or whatever. And you figure, well, I've been baptized. Let me tell you, that, that got you in. But there are things you got to do to stay in. Yes, sir. There's work to be done. Yeah, yeah. You can't just say, well, I've been baptized. There ain't nothing else for me to do. No, sir. That's a lie. Amen. That's work to be done. Amen. You can't do anything else. You can pick up the phone or write a letter and encourage somebody. Yes, sir. All right. We're always, we're always looking at, you know, well, I've done this, I've done You ain't done enough. Right. You ain't done enough in comparison to what Jesus did. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't compare yourself to other members. Compare yourself to the ultimate sin. Yes, sir. Compare yourself to Christ. Yeah. Now, when you get to the point and say, well, I've done enough, I've done just as much as Jesus, we, then we need to run you away from here. Because you're a liar. <laughs> Once saved, not always saved. Man. There's work to be done after you become a Christian. Yeah. I like that when it said we must continue to walk in the light of Jesus is in the light and we must continue to confess our sins as his children so that the blood of Jesus can keep on cleansing us from all sin. First John 1, 7 through 9. Man. Do anybody other than me ever sin? Yes, sir. Huh? Yes, sir. Let, let me tell you some church. Don't ever let the devil deceive you and lie to you and say, well, I just don't believe I have to just keep asking God to forgive me. Mm -hmm. Well, let me ask you this. Let, let me tell you this. What you don't repent and ask God to forgive you of will be held against you. Amen. Yeah. 
It will be held against you in the court of law on the day of judgment. Man. Because Jesus said, I tell you nay, except you repent, yeah. you shall all likewise perish. Amen. And you say to yourself, well, shoot, that means every time I look around, I'll be asking God to forgive me. Yeah. No, you know what? Stop saying that. That should come a point in your life where you stop doing that sin over and over and over. You're focusing on the wrong thing. You're focusing on how much I got to keep repenting. How You should be focusing on how am I going to strengthen myself yeah. that I stop sin. Amen. Yes, sir. Thank God he provided me the avenue of repentance Man. so when I need to use it, I can use it, yeah. but I'm not going to focus on, hey, it's there and I'll just abuse it. Amen. Amen. You better use it. Amen. Amen. Yes, close your close your eyes and die in your sins. Thank God for the precious blood of Jesus that not only makes us pure. Hold up. Makes us what? Makes us what? Pure. Y'all still believe in that word pure? Amen. Blessed are the pure, for they shall. Okay. All right. Not only makes us pure, white, and whole in God's sight, but maintains our purity in His sight, so that one day we can see God for eternity. Yeah. Isaiah 1 and 18, Matthew 26, 28, and 5 and 8. Amen. Folks, godly living is serious business. Yes, it is. And that beatitude was a blessed are the pure in heart. Yeah. Well, they shall see God. Yeah. It means just what it says. Amen. You, you just can't offer God any kind of mess. No, sir. Thank God for the blood. Man. For, when I, for where I come up short, the blood can cleanse me. It can redeem me. Yeah. It can wash me yeah. so that Jesus will be able to present me through the blood Man. unto his Father in a manner that I can be accepted. Amen. Man, without the blood, I'm in a world of trouble. Yes, sir. You wonder why the blood is so important. Yeah. yeah. It's important, folks. And it's critical for you not to abuse the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, there in Hebrews 10, 24, it talks about as we see the day approaching. You know, we, we, we need to do something with each other, for each other. Let us consider one another. Right? Well, if you're not faithful in your attendance, if, if, if you anti-social and don't want to be around church folks, how are you going to consider anybody? Mm -hmm. 
How are you going to provoke anybody onto good works? How are you going to encourage anybody? How are you going to know what I stand in need of? How are you going to help me if you don't want to be around me? Come on now. You know, we, we, do the, we do the fellowship meal after services. We started that back again, and folks don't want to stay around and everything. But you got, you got all this rest of the day to go hang around your worldly relatives and folks. Yeah. Come on. But you, you sit here and sing a lie about, oh, how I love Jesus. How you want to go to heaven and all this other stuff, but you don't want to give your brothers and sisters an hour or two out of your day to just offer yourself to listen to maybe a problem that they're having or something was going on in their life. It ain't about you. It's about what you can do for somebody. I don't want to be around them. Well, you know what? You don't want to go to heaven. Because right. I'm here to tell you, the best thing God got to offer next to heaven down on this earth is the church. Amen. And if the church don't turn you on, if it don't fit your life, it's just going to go to hell. Yeah. Where you want to go? What are you looking for? I just don't like being around. Well, who do you like being around? Look at what God went through. Yeah. Yeah. Went through all of this. And the Bible said, John 3 16, he so loved the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, when we were at our lowest point, yeah. he so loved the world. Imagine, look, he destroyed the, the work once. Yeah. Flooded. Yeah. And you would think to yourself, well, man surely have learned a lesson. Mm. But what did man turn around and do? Man turned right around again and said, you know what? Bump this God. We're gonna, we're gonna live the way we want to live. We're gonna do what we want to do. Now, God in all his righteousness could have easily said, you know what, if that's your attitude, this is going to be mine. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you perish. Yeah. I'm going to let you perish in your sin. Yeah. It's, not, it's, it's not like he couldn't make room in hell. Or... Right. But the Bible said he so loved yeah. the world. Yeah. That he said, no, I'm not going to be like that. Mm -hmm. That he gave his only begotten son. Yes, Lord. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but should have what? Everlasting life. I want you to be saved. Mm -hmm. I want to save you. Mm -hmm. You've got to invite me. Amen. I'm not going to force my way into your life. I'm not going to force my will upon you. you got to understand what I have done for you and what I'm willing to do for you. And you need to invite me in and guess what? I'll work with you. 
Is that asking too much? No, it's not asking too much. But why do we make it seem like it's, it's so hard for us to get along? Why is it so hard for us to get along? Jesus said, by this, men should know that you are my disciples by the love we have for one another. Yes, sir. Well, if I don't want to be around my brothers and sisters in Christ, what am I, what's the message I'm sending to the folks in the world? Right. How is that? I'm always game to run out and do some worldly stuff with them. But I don't want, I don't want to attend and support something as simple as sit around and eat with my brothers and sisters on a Sunday. What kind of what kind of provoking under good works are you doing? As you see the day rapidly approaching, folks. Yes, sir. Matter of fact, it's it. Mm -hmm. And many of us are closer than we realize. Yes, sir. Folks. Don't neglect the blood. Man. Don't, don't, don't write it off. The blood is precious. Man. There's life in the blood. Yeah. Yeah. What do we find? What do we gain through the blood of Jesus Christ? Life. That's right. Life. Yeah. Jesus said, John 10, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. But in order for him to assure and to put the seal on that guarantee, you know what? He had to go to the cross. Yes, he, did. he went to the cross. Yes, he, did. he laid down his life. And that's why, you know, to, to talk about donating blood, man, you, you, you're talking about giving life. Mm -hmm. You're talking about giving life that was given unto you. Man. Difference in this blood that Jesus gave. This is eternal life. Amen. If you're here today and you haven't been washed in the blood of the Lamb, mm -hmm. if you haven't surrendered your will to be baptized for the remission of your sin, yeah. if you've been falsely taught. You've been led to believe that you were saved because of a prayer you prayed a long time ago. And I'm not, I'm not denying and saying you weren't sincere. But you could be sincerely wrong. And you could be wrongly taught. But when you learn better, you ought to do better. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jesus said in John 8, and ye shall know the truth. Yeah. And the truth will make you free. <laughs> Folks, we have the peace that passes understanding. Why? Because I could go to the Bible and read and know how I got saved, the meaning of my salvation, and who authorized. 
Man. I can know it's legit. Outside of the scriptures, I can't do that. Amen. The sinner's prayer isn't in the Bible. That's right. Just calling on the name of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus isn't a true teaching. Why not just believe the Bible? Amen. God don't play games like people. That's right. Man, if, I, if I'm a dying go to hell for standing in judgment, telling the Lord, I did what you told me to do, and I did it, you know what? It just ain't no hope for me, period. That's right. That's right. But I know that God I serve don't play games like that. Amen. But you're not going to be able to stand before him in judgment and say, well, I thought. Mm. I felt. What did he tell us about our feelings? Don't lean to your own understanding. Amen. There's a way that's seeming right unto you. Yeah. But the end thereof are the ways of death. Yes, sir. I was talking about the other night about Uzziah over in the Old Testament. When, when, when the oxen stumbled at the threshing floor. Man, the people had been commanded and told, don't touch the heart. That's right. Don't touch it. That's right. God's going to kill you. How much plainer is that? What interpretation do you need of that? You touch it, God's going to kill you. Man. Just that simple. But as I had good intentions. He had good intentions. He saw the oxen stumble. He knew the Ark of the Covenant was so precious and so important. That meant that God was with his people. Man, Man but see, this is where you're thinking, don't supersede God. Man. If I understand the Ark of the Covenant mean that much, if I know it meant that much to God, you know what? I know God ain't going to let it fall. That's right. That's right. God said, don't touch it. Yeah. He touched it. Yeah. Good intentions. And what did God do? God killed him right there. Yes, he did. The Bible said even David, even King David got upset. Yeah. And what you gonna do? <laughs> I told you, don't touch it. Man. God don't need you to be thinking and figuring anything out. God needs you to obey. Amen. Amen. He don't need your help on figuring anything out. That's right. You want to be saved? He said, there ain't nothing to figure out. Just obey. Amen. Just do what I command you to do. How can you go wrong with that? You can't. That's right. But you got to get yourself out of the way. Amen. So if you're here today and you haven't obeyed the gospel, I don't know what you're waiting on. I don't know. I don't know what comfort you find sitting in your sin, mm. knowing that if you close your eyes, heaven would never be your home. Amen. That's what the Word of God says. Jesus said, "Well, if you die in your sins, where I am." You can't come. Man. 
Get up and do something about it. Yeah. Utilize the blood that's available unto you. That you might be cleansed. Have your sins washed away. That you can be presented unto God a living sacrifice. Bible teaches faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've got to hear it. Do you believe it? You believe it? Repent. What do you mean repent? Acknowledge. Hey, I've been wrong. I, I see where I've been going the wrong direction. I'm going to go the right direction. Don't do a 360. Do a 180. Amen. Confess Christ to be the Son of the living God. Mm -hmm. Be baptized for the remission of your sin. Mm -hmm. Oh, and guess what? Man, you're gonna cause a, a you're gonna cause a celebration in heaven. Amen. Did you know you can strike a party off in heaven? <laughs> Over one soul. Yeah. One. Yeah. Whether it be baptism or whether it be through repentance. Man, you can start a celebration in heaven. Amen. That's how much God loves and cares for us. Because his will is that no man should perish. Second Peter 3. What's your decision today? The blood is available. But one day, it's going to be cut off. One day, there's going to be a true blood shortage. Because the blood won't be flowing anymore. Amen. The blood won't be available to cleanse you of the sin that you commit. One day, Jesus is going to come back. And it won't be any time left for you to get baptized or do anything else. But while the fountain is flowing free right now, from Emmanuel's veins, while it's flowing to remove all guilty stains, you better take advantage of it. Amen. Because one day, that's going to be a real blood shortage. And when that blood supply is cut off, there won't be any hope for man after that. Get yourself right today. Amen. For us who are members of the body, you know what? You don't need to get baptized again. You need to repent. Yeah. To allow the blood to erase those stains against you. Amen. Man, what else can you ask for? The blood is so powerful, it can cleanse you of a sin that you committed as if you never sinned before. Amen. You know how people always want to remind you of the stuff you've done? See, God ain't like that. That's right. The Bible says he'll forgive you, man, as if you never sinned before. Amen. Or you can walk out of here condemned in your sin. Mm -hmm. But just remember, if you die in that state, they, they, could, they could make all the t-shirts. They could release the doves. They could write all the poems. 
They could get the horse-drawn carriage and all. Oh, they can make the biggest to do they want to about your funeral. Yeah. It ain't gonna change your condition. Amen. Amen. You can change it Amen. today by repenting and getting yourself right. Amen. What's our song, Jerry? 197. 197 is our invitation song. Folks, 197. Somebody might make up their mind to get right today. Somebody need the Lord. Amen. Why don't you get yourself right? While together we stand and sing the invitation song. One, two, three.